Hello. Hello. Oh, gosh. <laughs> welcome. This is, welcome to I Think I Remember That. This is uh, Teresa. I'm Jenna. And this is a weekly podcast where we talk about stuff that we think we remember. Like movies. TV. Culture. Books. Music. Whatever. Make suggestions. Yeah. Tell us what you want to hear us talking about. Occasionally, we will also host a segment or record an episode called, I think I remember that watches that for you. Yeah. We will watch a movie, listen to an album, I guess. I don't know. No one's yeah, ever suggested it. Go through Something parts you don't want to yeah, engage with right now. <laughs> where you don't want to waste your time. We'll waste our time and then yeah, we'll just recap we'll just it for you. It. We'll just talk to you about it. So this week, that's that's not this week, no, but we this, do it sometimes. This week we're going classic and we are going to watch the 2005 Kate Hudson vehicle. Skeleton key. I'm very excited. And love the title. I love a good skeleton key. Very spooky. Yes. And I do remember finding this movie like spooky. It, it yes. has very, it's, it's like ghost movie. There's like jump scares. Vibes. Yes. Um, <laughs> but so we, I liked this movie a lot when it came out. I know we saw it in the theater. Yes. And I do not think that I know. Well, no, I know I liked this movie. I remember liking it. Yeah. I remember I must... There has to be some part of my brain where the plot is there waiting to be shaken loose. I don't really remember. Okay. Well, I I remember quite a bit of it. And one thing I'm unsure of is like how offensive the portrayal (laughs) of voodoo is going to be in this movie. Because that's what it's around. I do only remember white people being in this movie. I think there's... I think Kate Hudson has one um, black friend. Sure. And, um, but I feel like that's already kind of a tough situation. Yes, <laughs> like anything like that's voodoo related or has that, and it's all white or yeah, very white, is not, not going to be great. Yeah, it's not going to be great. So maybe we, this may we be very already. offensive. Uh, but so it is down like in New Orleans, it takes place in like a big old plantation house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Hudson is like a young woman looking for, I think, like a summer job, just. Is she a nurse or something? Like well, a doctor? Um, I don't think so. I think she's just, maybe she's just like a student, mm. but she takes a job Ooh, doing maybe she goes to Tulane. in-home care for a woman who has had a stroke, I yes. think. Okay. Yeah. It was like something like that, like medical or like convalescence yeah. or something. Yes. And that's why she goes to this Yes. Plantation. To this big old creepy house. <laughs> uh, the movie has a very ghost movie feeling for a yes. long time. And, uh, locals are telling her about like you know the history of voodoo in this community as well Mm -hmm. and one of the tenants is that voodoo does not work on someone who does not believe it right and that plays a major role in this movie there's also there's like a young um reporter some man love interest person and then there's like a couple other people like living in this house, like this plantation house, and a bunch of spooky, spooky stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. And what I don't remember, <laughs> I have to say, I don't know that I remember anything specific about this movie except like there's a part where she finds the key, like there is an yes. actual skeleton yes. key and a and room that can't the, be opened. Yeah, she gets up into the attic, I think, and also possibly no you know what i think i might be thinking of fucking wicker man god damn it jenna rollins is also in the that movie yes and i'm thinking of like isn't it some reveal at the end where it's like a religious cult but no that's that's kind of what that's wicker man wicker man (laughs) so this one there's a good twist at the end of this where so so kate hudson becomes convinced that the woman who has had a stroke is um, being like voodooed. That's I see. offensive. That's an offensive way to say that. I it apologize is, but like already. That someone is using um, some magic. kind of yeah. magic to, to and make like, her sick and to yes. keep her in this condition. To control her and like yes. to steal her house and her money. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it ends up being at the end 
is so this other like there's because there's a couple of other there's like a caretaker i think there's a maid mm. and what ends up the situation what the situation ends up being is that the old woman has used voodoo oh. to trap the maids to like oh. switch bodies with the maid yes so the okay. young maid person's soul is in the old lady and the old lady is in this maid and then she's been like gaslighting kate hudson into believing in voodoo so that she can steal kate hudson's body oh and there's like a man involved too <sighs> and so i don't remember this does not sound exactly familiar to it me is. At and all. it's like at the end like <laughs> kate hudson gets trapped in that lady's body oh. and she loses no yeah Mm-hmm. This is like a it's very good. fallen feeling yes. movie to me with yeah. like the souls moving, uh-huh. escaping bodies, traps. I I'm into it. Yeah. I do not remember. No, it's any really of good this. and I'm very excited to watch it. I remember liking it a lot. All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Okay. So we are about yes. fifty minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Um, I'm enjoying it. I mean, we did just watch a lynching, so I feel a little bit weird saying it's been great. Yeah. But um, it's the spoo- movie it's spooky. is spooky. Yeah. So l- let me do a quick recap and then we're going to talk about some of our highlights, <laughs> questions, and concerns. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, and I almost just was like, Goldie Hawn, that's her mom. Yes. Kate Hudson is a young like hospice worker she's not a nurse though she wants to go to nursing school and Mm -hmm. so at the opening of the movie she's working in a hospice she's sick of seeing people be treated poorly in these like uh sort of large corporate nursing homes so Mm -hmm. she quits her job and she takes an in in home hospice care job like out in the bayou she's in new orleans and so now she's at this like crazy like kind of remote swamps house yes the story at this house is there is a there it's an older couple the person who's had a stroke is ben the husband and then the other where i was like there's like another weird person in the house it's the (laughs) wife actually yes his wife yes and um and then the other main character is this estate lawyer who Mm -hmm. is like constantly around um just i don't know being, being kind of creepy business. yeah saying weird stuff like i he have makes a list of quotes from him comment to kate hudson when she is like come into my bedroom so i can say something private to you that like is about her being a slut it's very gross you know i know um but so you Ben can't talk. He's in he's in a wheelchair. It they say it was like a both side stroke event. Like he's like got like maybe a he's month paralyzed. to live is what the doctors yes. are saying. He's basically bedridden and nonverbal. It's very bad. Yes. And then the wife is like very rude to Kate Hudson, doesn't appear to want her to be there mm-hmm. and is like very judgmental of her. And um but so she stays she's taking care of ben and then a bunch of creepy stuff happens the woman continues to be quite rude to her often about lots of different things happening in the house and ben keeps doing weird things like grabbing her arm even though he's supposed to be paralyzed and escaping out his bedroom window and falling off the roof even though he's always like constantly looking at her with fear in his eyes he looks terrified directly right at her into her eyes and he's always terrified and the wife is like make sure he takes his like tinctures or whatever all the time she's like very nervous about it the remedies the other thing that's like sort of going on is then there's like this attic and the wife sends kate hudson up to the attic to Mm -hmm. get like flower packets but then she like there's this door jingling around it the whole attic is it's a nightmare (laughs) and then there's this weird door she can't get open even though she has a skeleton key Mm-hmm. eventually she sneaks her way in there finds all of this not voodoo but hoodoo yes. stuff and um snoops around in it takes a record uh, out of there and then is oh playing it in her friend's apartment or something and her friend is like that's like hoodoo music what you're describing is this hoodoo stuff there's like a weird shop behind a laundromat that she won't go into right <sighs> so everything's very spooky i think as viewers we're supposed to think it's ghosts yes uh kate hudson seems to think it's ghosts um and then we finally right before we paused here we get the explanation from the homeowner from the wife the woman 
Um, she says yes. that so in the like 20s, there was a rich family that lived here and they had two servants. One night they're having a raucous party and while everyone is like drunk and touching each other's butts, because there's a lot of butt touching in like the flashback. There was. It was weird. Um, <laughs> the children go missing. Mm-hmm. So they, the, everyone in the party goes hunting for the children, but it's a giant like 30 room house. It's a it's huge a plantation. House. So um, they finally find them up in the attic. They're in like a circle of candles listening to the same record that Kate Hudson happened to take out of the room. This like ritual of sacrifice with the two servants and they're like um you know possessing the children and so um the entirely wealthy white party lynches the servants in the yard just kills uh hangs them from a tree and then lights them on fire yep horrific and then she says the woman's like nothing ever happens the kids stayed and lived in the house until 1946 when ben and i bought it they never told 60 no 46 i thought 64 (laughs) she says it several times it was the 60s fine yes um so uh but she's like they never told us what was in the room we didn't know blah 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 but so now like and then she says like we don't keep mirrors in the house because you see the ghosts in the mirrors and kate hudson kate Kate hudson is like I don't believe that that's weird. Right. But like, so that's where we are. So spooky, ooky stuff going on. Yes. But there are some things we need to talk about here. Well, I would like to dive right in with the quaint Southern expressions, which is a list of notes that I started taking on a different page. Because there's a lot of that, like, that's the initial, like, woman's problem with Kate Hudson is that she's, like, a northerner. She's not from around here. Like, she already doesn't like anyone coming into her house, and she definitely doesn't like that it's this weird northerner. Mm-hmm. So that, like, weird how different she is and how you don't understand the South, this keeps coming okay, up. Okay, so can I, can I, okay, I remember this whole movie now. I know everything that's going on, and <laughs> you don't. So can I spoil this for you? I don't know. I kind of want to see it. All right. No, I mean, go ahead. Okay. So let me spoil this for you. Okay. So here, here's what's happening in this movie. Um, the servants, what mm-hmm. justice, Papa, Papa justice, Papa justify and Mama Cecile mm-hmm. in the scene we just watched were trading bodies with the children. So those people lynched mm-hmm. the bodies that had their children's souls in them. Oh. The children that and so here here's what's creepy about this though. Mm-hmm. This couple is now going to spend 40 years living as brother and sister. I mean, why is not? It, is okay. Is it incest <laughs> if they are in a brother and sister's body but they are not brother and sister souls? No. And also, I, I think I think the body is more important. I think it's more important. I actually think the more important question here is this. Yes. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? If you're doing this in your plantation house that no one visits for 45 years, does it even count? Like, but I mean, like, think, like what if they had a kid? Biologically, the Can, bodies are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So, like, can ghost bodies they're do not they ghosts. work the same bio or like their souls are in live human children bodies who are brother and mm-hmm. sister? Maybe they but just they are partners. were using very stringent birth control. Okay, practices. Right. <laughs> I just don't like the thought of it that like this brother they they went into Correct. brother and sister bodies. It seems like it it's just a heebie-jeebie thing. So then, yes, but then it's not them. It's just a shell. I guess. I guess. Right? Is this like? I mean, it's the philosophical question of like, what makes you? Yeah. You? Are you your body? Are you your like meat sack? No. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> meat sack. Okay. So like that. So then now they've been like body hopping. Uh, right now, the uh, Papa Justify uh-huh. is in the real estate lawyer. And the real estate lawyer is stuck in Ben, Ben. who was his last vessel. So this is also why this woman does not like Kate Hudson. Because she's poking around. Well, and because her husband picked out just like the cutest little blonde and is like kind of flirting with her. And he's like anticipating when his partner will be in this new body. Now, I'll tell you, if I I had the choice to 
jump right on into Kate Hudson's body. I would Just do it do in a it. heart. Why do they have to wait? Well, because they have, because here's, okay. <clears throat> or does wait. she have to like be receptive to yes, it? Yes, this is, this is what we started talking about this for. So Kate Hudson mm-hmm. has to believe in hoodoo. Okay. before it will work which is why they're doing all this like creepy sort of they're like gaslighting her and they're setting her up like everything that's happening to her in this movie is orchestrated right by these two people including she finds like that bed sheet that says like help me and then it doesn't like they yeah, did that. they did that they i kind of figured that was the you case know, anyway the, like the that woman, someone had gotten rid of it yeah the woman asked her to go up into the attic on purpose why yes. if you were hiding something up in your attic that was like full of your weird folk magic and you were like right. i certainly don't ever want anyone to find this why would you send someone up there well alternately what about hiding in plain sight well, <laughs> like maybe it's a ruse to be like they would never think that i would send them to the place where i would not I, want them to go <laughs> no i mean i think like why would you just like i don't i, I don't agree with I, that so it's all on purpose and um that's why like she says that weird stuff to her about having tattoos and stuff the but, writing but i think the issue it's she doesn't like it yeah she doesn't want to have tattoos on herself <laughs> and um the issue with her being a northerner is it's going to take longer for her to get educated about and then buy into the magic so it's a longer process so this is all based though on like but you have to believe in it you have to believe in it and then one day what if she stops believing like what if they're halfway through it so here's, and you're just like you know what this is stupid no no because you can't do like that's it that doesn't work like that like so they we see her friend her and her friend um so she you know she's at the she's at her friends with the record they're listening her friends like oh this is like who do like whatever i'm gonna take you yeah. to this shop that's like hidden in the behind a laundromat I just say, archer we keep, office style we keep calling this a record and like i think at one point you even said music it was a man speaking and well, yeah, but it's a record. It's a vinyl record. No, no, it's a record. vinyl record. And so that's what's so weird about it is she's playing it on a turntable. Yes. But it is not music. It's just a no, man, it's just a man literally speaking. speaking like he's conjuring magic. Yeah, he's doing, it's a spell. It's a <laughs> yes. spell on a record. It's super creepy. But so, um, you know, they're outside. And first of all, I don't know that I would go into any store. There's not anything I would want badly enough to be like, I'm going to go into this weird secret store behind a laundromat. I mean, I would want to see the secret store behind the laundromat only. Sure. I want to know what's happening in there. I'm not interested in like getting kidnapped, which is what I feel that's like a recipe for. But they didn't because she went home. They didn't go in because her friend is like, I'm not going to go in there. Ended up going in. Well, no. And so she says like to her friend, like, I thought you didn't believe in this. And the friend is like, I don't, but I'm still not going in there, which means you do believe in it. But like, it's that sort of thing where like, so if you're living in a place where you're seeing all this stuff and it's like creeping into your thoughts, it's, you can't just say, I don't believe and have that be true. If deep inside you, you do actually believe in it, you're afraid of it, then right. that's all that then counts. It and matters, right. That's why, like, you know, the woman tells a story and then it's like, there's ghosts and this and that. And it's like, they're trying to breed fear in her mm-hmm. because you you can't be afraid of something that you don't, like, believe in right so or that like, you know like yeah. it, like if it's something that you're yeah. confident in your knowledge of like yes. you are not afraid of it anymore because i think yeah it's like the difference between being scared and being afraid like i love scary mm-hmm. ghost movies but i'm not afraid of ghosts because i do no. not believe in them right it's that but like she is like they're trying to create actual space where fear maybe, yes. in her mind of this where then like if you if you have if you hold true fear of it in you you mm-hmm. believe in it all right i mean this is good like manipulation 101 oh yeah they're very good at it <laughs> well they've been doing it for a century and will we find out that they've done it longer even like do we even know that know. papa yeah, justify we don't know. and mama cecile are the first that i don't know bodies yeah they might not be I do like that idea. Yeah, where it's like these souls are just old and old and old. I also just want to talk about for a moment that actor who I always think is just like a weird, like, blurry looking John Malkovich. Like, yes. I see, like, sometimes in my head, I will think John Malkovich is in a movie and it's that guy. Or he's like 
a side person in other stuff. Yeah. He creeps me out. I know. (laughs) This movie is like very, very high on the creep factor. Like they're Mm -hmm. doing a great job sketching me out over and over again. Like where I'm just like, I don't know, like are these people real even like, what is happening why are they saying these things <laughs> yes. to her what and, is, I do- and, and i mean they keep being like oh you're gonna leave you're gonna leave like everyone else you're gonna leave us alone and it's like yeah she probably should y'all are nuts i did want to so these quotes that i wrote down yes let's hear <laughs> sorry for my paper noise so i wrote down the one that was put some sandpaper up my ass Ugh. that would really put some sand well he says it with a terribly do the accent i mean i'll do, do it. it i'll do it as bad as he does because i can't he's like well that will put some sandpaper up my ass what <laughs> who talks that way no one and why does it have to be up it like i get whatever well, but then I had I couldn't even write this down because it was so insane that I couldn't even remember it quickly enough to write it down. I wrote down, hit a straight stick with a lick. What? He said something about making a lick with a straight stick. Or that's a real lick with a straight... Something insane. And I was like, this is obviously in reference to like like whipping someone or something and like a a rod or like a stitch yeah and i a switch and i was like i don't what are we talking about (laughs) all of them are nonsense like everything he is saying is just bizarre and nonsensical and add to it his accent it's making me upset yeah (laughs) i just wanted to talk about him i don't even know that actor's name i'm sorry to that actor no i don't know i don't know either no and that's it's like everyone is very creepy how much so she's making a thousand dollars a week in 2005 to do this hospice care it's in if you look at a job listing for an in-home hospice care worker right now in the city of chicago the pay is like 650 a week how what's this so i mean well so do you think that it is an outlandish amount of money to get people's attention and to like coerce people into staying like how much money would you have like so oh i also just thought it was like a scathing indictment of our economy oh well no absolutely (laughs) no and like how undervalued hospice workers are and uh, like and like the fact that no one's uh, wages have increased at all in the last 15 years and like you know in in home care workers in particular oh my god in this country so underpaid and it's like it's a nightmare such an important piece of work families don't function without that support um, you know, people with all kinds of different needs are are cared for and are able to live lives because of these people, and they mm-hmm. make minimum wage. Minimum wage. It's insane. Which federally, by the way, is, is yes. seven fifty or some shit. I don't. Yeah. 50. Um, right. But so uh, we need a better yeah minimum like, wage. But so here's what I so let's pull out the like. Yeah, magic of let's pull the magic out of this situation Mm -hmm. so say you were like all right i got this job doing in-home care and your soul and your body are not at risk but everything (laughs) else that's happening in this movie is still in place so the house is like a pile of garbage this woman Mm -hmm. is rude to you this other lawyer keeps like kind of like uh hitting on you but then calling you a slut like one sentence after the next like this all of these things are still happening and you're not allowed to have a mirror how much do you have to be getting paid to stay in this job right if you don't think there are so wait so you said not only do i think there's not ghosts, you're saying it's a it's true there's the ghost is out no there's no ghost it's just these rude people Oh, and this as a twenty-five-year-old, how much would you have to be getting paid to keep working this job with these mean people, this creepy dude around if I had you, been in this garbage years house, old and being in the paid middle of thousand dollars a week in the middle of nowhere? I would have held out for some weeks. You think? Yes. Okay. Because is this money taxed? Is she getting cash? Probably. Yeah, I bet she's under the table. Yeah. What? I mean, I bet they, I they don't plan on paying her at all. They're going to steal her because body. Think about it this way, though. If this is the real scenario, these interactions in a 24-hour day period are probably few and far between, which means the rest of the time, you're just alone. Okay, though, wait. I also don't think there's any TVs in this house. Now, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. (laughs) 
do I have a phone in this? Well, and no, and because it's 2005. Maybe you have you a BlackBerry. Oh, that's true. I didn't. I had a, just like a flip phone. Uh, you know, there's no broadband <laughs> internet out there in that swamp. Oh fuck! No, there's probably not right now. <laughs> there's probably no internet there today. Yeah. No data. If you're a T-Mobile customer. Nope. Um, but yeah, like. I don't let get me, data let me in take like this Waukegan. Back. I would take the job with the ghosts for a thousand dollars a week. <laughs> no, that would be like twelve hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Steep. like my soul is at peril. But like, if I did, I do I know that? No, like am I not, aware then of cer- the ghosts? It's, you're not a you're not a hundred percent certain that anything hmm. bad's going to happen to you yet if it was unknown like you said if the ghosts are not a factor i'd stay but if it were an unknown scenario i'd probably leave sooner okay because i just i would lie and say i wouldn't but i would totally leave yeah (laughs) i'd be like this shit is too weird for me yeah too creepy and i'm gonna get out of here because i i wouldn't think that it was gonna be like a ghost scenario though i would just think these people would murder me in my sleep and i would need to leave the house okay All right, there's one more thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Okay. Okay, so in this, like, as the movie's unfolding, you know, Kate Hudson goes up to the attic, and then there's this other weird door, and it's, like, kind of slamming open and shut. But then when she goes to try to open it, it's fully locked, and at first her key doesn't work. She finds a pebble in the door and then gets in, and that's where all the hoodoo stuff is. But so when she asks the homeowner about it at Mm -hmm. first, the homeowner just says, oh, We've never had a key to that door. We've never gone inside that room. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, okay, so I'm not a homeowner. I rent my apartment. I've always been a renter. (laughs) But I cannot imagine purchasing a home and then just being like, oh, there's a room I'm never going to go into. Like, I would have just broken that door down, right? Yes, so i do own a home yes and i'm trying to think if there were a space and it would probably most likely be in my basement or god forbid this could be happening above where i sleep right now and i wouldn't even know do you have an attic we you don't, don't have an attic well there's a space there but we do Ew. not have access to it what well what it, i mean because that's what an attic is it's the space between but the because, roof but like, and like the ceiling you underneath have the it slanted ceilings in your bedroom then the roof is just there. Yeah, but like right above my head, it's not slanted. It's flat. Yeah, but that's the shape of your roof, like flat and then down. I don't think there's anything above your head except for like rafters and then. No, no, it is know. that. But there is still space. Like not there's like crawl space style space though. But there's Do a piece pe- like room in the for eaves a person and in the to peak. be up there. Have you ever been in my mom's attic? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that where it's like it would be that little tiny space up at the peak, but we can't access it. There's no stairs. Ew. But that part exists up there. What if someone's living up there? So I'm trying to think, though. So in this scenario, 100% of something is up there. I just don't even know about it. So no, I'm not looking at it. That's horrible. Now, if this were like something in my basement, let's say it was like something weird because people do leave shit like that when they sell homes that like, wizard oh my god yes we have a friend that had just like a four foot tall wizard like puppet something yeah, in their horrible. garage it's it definitely so haunted gross. it's definitely got a ghost trapped inside it and it's still there well yeah but so they can't burn it that it, would release the ghost well, right. now they because you're playing with fire here you can't get rid of it <laughs> but this is what i'm talking about like if this shit were in my house <coughs> I don't know. And if it was heavy. Yeah. Like, because people will abandon all kinds of shit, like paint cans. Yeah. Tools. Weird shit where you're like, I can't even move this. It's like the part of well, a furnace. I don't know. And so, like, I could totally see being like, I don't want to deal with that today. And today becomes seven years later. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I just don't I know. forgot about that. Well, because so it <laughs> reminded me of a true crime case where oh my God. somewhere it was like in New York or New Jersey or something. It was like someone like a, a man who owned like a garment factory was like having an affair with one of the workers in the factory. She became pregnant. He murdered her, put her in a barrel, put it at the back of his crawl space and just left it there. Mm-hmm. And then he sold his house. People bought the house. We're like, hey. That barrel's really heavy. I'm just going to leave it. Sold the house. In Someone the else bought space. it. Over and over again. This has Until happened. like the, like, <laughs> I think like, 
I think it was like the 2000s, like from oh a God. murder that happened in like the late 60s, early 70s. And finally, like a homeowner is like, I don't know what this is, but I want it out of my house. Like, and they so he pulls it out. Garbage. They open it up and it's oh like God. hair. Like, so, and it <sighs> smells like death, whatever. So they call the police it, and they find uh, the woman's purse. The, the reason that they were able to p- put it all together is because they find the woman's purse in there. And she was, <sighs> she was um, like not an American citizen. She was, you know, here working from somewhere in um, So there Central were probably America. like records of her having like entered. But yeah, and they found like her, her, like her passport or her visa, her green <sighs> card, something like that. And part of why when she first went missing, um, no one looked. They didn't look well, A, because she wasn't white and America an is racist. But also there were, um, the, the guy kind of started a rumor that she had been telling people she was going back home. Mm. And then they were like, well, she's just gone. Yeah. Um, but they were able to piece, and because she, she was pregnant and they could tell oh from the remains in the barrel, um, they, they were able it? to like piece it all back together and like figured out that this man had killed her like decades Jesus. and decades later where this barrel had just sat in people's ha- it, like people like, just there lived are at over least it. two sets of people who lived in that house yes. from like the beginning of when mm-hmm. they bought it to the end when they sold it yeah just with never a touched dead it. body yeah with the body just lived in the same house with Horrible. it that was their roommate see and that like my god I, I can't imagine not investigating something like that in my home I mean, now I will never not look at anything. <laughs> that, like if I buy another house and I'm like, what's that? I'm going to look in it. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> no, and I, I don't, I'm too curious. I think yeah, I don't personally think I would have let something sit that long because I, especially if it were huge, like this sounds like it's, well, and that was, it was you know, so a large, heavy. like it would go up to my waist, you know, yeah. and right. You can't well, move it. You can't budget. That, like like I'd want to know what's in it the guy who finally did move it had to like hire people to help him and that was like the issue where people would go and like try to move it and be like it's too heavy just leave it they don't want to pay somebody to come like take care of it or whatever which is again a thing i could see myself doing like you know what just fucking forget it. yeah i don't want to pay for this deal with it later fast forward 23 years and i'm selling the house (laughs) (laughs) and i i'm like you know what this is the next owner it's horrifying and I did just see a meme, I want to say, that was like, here's a pro tip. Next time you're doing remodeling in your kitchen, as a fun joke, oh, yeah. put a skeleton inside, <laughs> like, between the dead space and the cabinets yes. for the next owner to find. <laughs> yeah, no, I do like that. That's funny. I like that kind of thing. Or, like, put, yes. like, red hand paints under the, like, handprints under your wallpaper or carpet. I've even just seen one that was, like, a picture of the couple that was like, oh, you're here remodeling? We just want to say hi. We did this, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, did you have anything else? No. Okay. We're about halfway through here. So we're going to watch the second half, see how it goes. All right. Let's go. Okay. Woo. Whoa. Okay. So the movie's over and the second half of this movie is quite a ride yeah it moved quickly so let's let's jump into it let's recap so after she gets this explanation about the like lynching and the hoodoo and whatever from the owner Mm -hmm. she goes back to the store that's like behind the laundromat and she asks the woman there like what a, like how to like undo a spell and this lady is like looking at her like you dumb idiot yes. but like and like so- i feel like this woman gives her like the i want this white woman out of my shop kit yes of just like gives here's her- here's like your at home hoodoo kit yeah and like get the hell out of here gives her um <laughs> all a, of these a, like directions all the stuff she uh so kate hudson takes it back to the house mm-hmm. and goes into the room with ben and locks the door and then starts like doing this spell at him now she thinks she's tricking him yeah like she still doesn't believe she thinks she's going to trick him into like snapping out of some of this stuff like because she thinks that he's got like a mental block to his recovery just helping facilitate his belief yeah so she's doing this. this spell she's like rubbing herbed water on his face and it's like pulling him out he's able to talk he says her name he says get mm-hmm. me out of here he says help me um the wife is like alerted to something happening like i don't know if she can like sense it or whatever she's sleeping in the living room and then she comes up she's banging on the door she's like caroline what are you doing let me in blah 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 
Caroline is just like, oh, I was just telling him a story. I brought him some water in a bowl. He was upset. He was, I think he was having nightmares, like whatever. Right. Tries to brush it off. There was a lot of garbage on the floor that spilled she dumped out of that all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that she's, goes unexplained. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> there's, but, like, I mean, herbs all over this, this man's face. She knows what's up. Like, yes. this woman is now, the well, old woman it's, knows. It's all part of the plan to get Kate Hudson to believe in hoodoo. Mm-hmm. So this is a deep dive yes. into psychological manipulation on the part of these people. Yes. It's fascinating. Yes, yes. And so at <laughs> first, she's like, I'm going to get out of here. She goes, she's like packing all her stuff up. She's like, you know what? Forget this. But she's okay. So she's got these major daddy issues. Yes. And so she's like, I can't leave Ben. I can't well, leave him. She's like father- so attached to him. I, I guess like she was sort of close and he wasn't a, approving of what she was doing yeah, well and she was he like, got sick and died without her really even knowing yeah because he got like super quick and she was like on the road with a friend's band yeah, or something she's like i wanted to have been there to like care for him and so now she's clearly taking this well, out on other yeah, you know this is why she's helping ha- other hospice care because she's attached to this dying old men so she's she, she decides, can't leave instead him. of leaving she goes she gets her camera she's like taking pictures of stuff all over the house she goes into the woman's bedroom she finds the sheet that has the help me written on it in dirt she finds um a carving thing in the floor under her bed and like a line of brick powder that's like supposed to be protective around the lady's bed like she finds Mm -hmm. all this stuff she takes it she goes to the lawyer to show him the picture oh she takes pictures of everything in the attic to show him the pictures the sheet all this stuff she's like this woman has convinced this man that he is under a spell and it's like elder abuse he's scared of her things are wrong she's manipulating him blah blah Mm -hmm. blah we have to get him out and the lawyer's like well we don't have any proof of any of this stuff what you're saying sounds crazy we can't do anything tonight and i mean from a law standpoint it's probably like kind of true like for this thing but what she should have led with is like there is the the situation for that man is not safe yeah. and we need to like, get him out of there yeah now. like i mean just a all of this aside <laughs> accusation of elder abuse probably could have gotten him removed from the home yeah like some wheels turning uh but in so a social instead, system <laughs> the lawyer like is taking her back to the house on the way back she's like oh wait stop stop pull they pull over to this gas station <laughs> that she stopped at before that had like a blind lady and yeah. like all of this like other hoodoo stuff in it and she's like look like let me show you like this community is entrenched in this out here everyone believes it and even though it's not real their beliefs are impacting how they live what they do everything going on in their lives they go into the blind woman's private home mm-hmm. and uh scare her and then uh <laughs> rifle through her belongings yes it's unbelievable she's just touching all of her stuff it is outrageous i mean we so teresa was close to screaming at the television well and i just i feel like this movie is kind of like a lesson in mind your own beeswax kate hudson is running through this entire movie walking into houses and rooms into which she has not been invited Mm -hmm. rifling through belongings that are not hers and just generally getting involved with things that should have nothing to do with her Correct. And but then she gets this is always like just, you know, a really good example of like the privilege of white people where it's just like she feels entitled to literally do whatever she wants yes. and then does. Yes. She's in people's homes going through their property. Like and she's just like, because I am on this mission to save this one individual person and none of you have any idea about it, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that's basically her <laughs> attitude. This is just like how the world works so when they're in this blind lady's house she's like i heard that like record playing again like the incantation or whatever and the woman's like i don't know what you're talking about it's not here and she says well i have it i've heard it and the woman's like no it was lost that um papa justice just papa justify was you know trying to do this spell it makes you live forever or for a a while longer but it involves a sacrifice she gives us like kind of this explanation of what this spell how it works and the local legend says that he never perfected the spell clearly he did correct so then they leave they go back to the house the lawyer's like we'll get some proof then and i'll see you tomorrow like he just drops her back off at this house again (laughs) 
when <laughs> she, so many other things happening. yeah <laughs> it's just insane so when she gets back in there she's like all right we're um i'm i'm we're getting out of here tonight that's what i've decided yep so she tells him we're getting the, out of here um the woman the wife is like cooking dinner and cutting his hair in the kitchen at the same time the hair is probably part of a spell or something mm-hmm. um kate hudson puts brick dust down at the um at her door or whatever yeah, of her room and then tries to call the woman in to look at like a leak in her ceiling and the woman like won't enter the room mm-hmm. this is the point at which kate hudson starts believing in hoodoo yes i don't know or well you know in the, in the scene i was like i don't know if this woman is pretending or not that she can't cross cross the threshold because i mean their right. whole thing is to get her to believe and she she notices the brick powder, right? So it's and a, then doesn't step over. Either it. way, it's yeah. working to yes. get and, her. And this is this is the point at which Kate Hudson now believes mm-hmm. in this magic because it's she working. won't enter the room. And they have this very long, very weird interaction. Oh my God, the reaching! <laughs> it, it was like a the fucking Michelangelo. <laughs> yes, where like she, the the <laughs> wife is like standing just outside the room, and it's like, oh well, do you want this towel? And Kate Hudson is standing in the far she's corner like, of the room, sure. and she's like, sure. And the woman ha- holds her hand out. <laughs> But then Kate Hudson just holds her hand out, and then they just stand they at the opposite corners of the room, staring at each other, three feet away from yeah. each other. Also, it's, like, it's, it's nuts. so ridiculous. <laughs> so then, Kate Hudson's like, "All right, we're getting out of here tonight." Mm-hmm. She um, drugs a bunch of sugar, and she the, spends the, a lot of time with these sugar cubes, like yes. injecting a sedative or whatever into them yeah and um the woman <laughs> doesn't even use them is insisting insists that kate hudson sit down to dinner with her i don't know why kate hudson isn't just like no i think i'm just gonna stay in my room tonight for the night like well i mean she wants to she needs her. to well and she needs to protect ben that's what's in her mind is she's got to like yes. protect him or whatever she's like obsessed with it so they're sitting down to dinner the woman doesn't put any sugar in her tea they're having this very very like tense conversation where like clearly they're mad at each other but they're not admitting it it's very awkward and kate hudson is like getting like more and more like kind of like demented looking like the way they're (laughs) shooting her she looks like the villain and actually i was like ooh, interesting alternate ending for this movie turns out kate hudson is just like losing her mind yes ends up murdering this woman and kidnapping this husband and she's the villain that's yes. not how this movie ends but it's like no but that like, could have been like a yeah, totally different because, movie great movie also because she sounds menacing she's looking menacing she looks the like lighting wild. is getting different yeah and her makeup yeah. like her eyeliner is it is runnier and runnier yeah the further along we get in yes. the movie and it yes she just looks more and more um like she's losing it <laughs> yes and so then the woman like won't put sugar in her tea but then like gets up to go get something or do something kate hudson gets up just dumps a bunch of the rest of the tranquilizer in the woman's tea when she comes back she drinks it and then she passes out now earlier in the evening kate hudson had not didn't give ben his like medicine she was like Mm -hmm. i'm not giving you whatever this is his remedies yeah the power goes out and which he, he seems pretty alert yeah, at this point like, yeah, like when she goes up there to yeah. get him so she's like dragging him in the wheelchair like downstairs <laughs> she puts him in his car the woman is passed out on the floor so then they're trying to leave they get to the gate and it's padlocked she crashes her, her car into the gate twice and then it, like she can't yeah. get through it's it. a it, like, ridiculous they down. can't get out so she goes and hides him yeah in the shed in the shed under a sheet and just leaves him laying there like a, for quite a yes, while like a dead body because he's also <laughs> you know regardless of whose soul is inside yeah. that meat sack the body doesn't it work cannot move no and so this man well. is just sitting there it's now yeah Ugh. he's been slowly poisoned for weeks i mm-hmm. imagine like and right so he's even more lucid than he's been in weeks yes. and he's just like what a fucking nightmare yes so um, she gets in a like the woman is chasing up she wakes up she gets a gun chasing kate hudson around shooting kate hudson is like i'm gonna get in this weird boat she gets in a rowboat and just rows into the swamp like where are you going what's happening well and where is the town that she keeps going to to find the lawyer that's not new orleans i don't know i think she goes all the i think it is all the way back there i don't like, know they keep saying like she's from the city new orleans they don't did she row us. for a day 
So she doesn't row to New Orleans. She just rows to some lights and then she gets out of a car at the lawyer's office. So I think she hitchhikes or something. Okay, fine. But um, they don't ever tell us exactly how far outside of New Orleans we are. Mm -hmm. And I actually don't think you have to go very far outside of New Orleans to find like swamp towns like that. I just felt like it seemed farther and yet here she is. Yeah. Anyway. So she goes back to the lawyer's office. She's like telling him everything that happened. Um, you know, she's like, this is bad. We have to go back there. We have to get him. Like, this is crazy. She had a gun. She tried to kill me. Then the lawyer's cell phone rings and it's Mrs. Devereaux. Mm-hmm. And they're on the phone. He says, you know what? I have to go in the other room to record this. But it's really so they can talk to each other as the real people that they are. Mm-hmm. And while he's out of the room, Kate Hudson gets up, goes over to his desk, notices he's got a bunch of like law for idiots and like beginning probate law (laughs) stuff like books and then under it is like a file folder full of surveillance photos of Of her her. so and are we led to believe then that they like chose her specifically not just for her looks but then like also did they know stuff about the dad already they couldn't have possibly because she saw that ad in a newspaper mm. they couldn't how could they but possibly then, have known she okay, was gonna saw, have she that. saw the ad in the newspaper how could they possibly know she would respond to it so i think well so i think like after she responded they must have done some recognizance before okay. choosing to hire her so right? it was in that period yeah like okay because they would have to know like are you going to be manipulated? Are you, do you have a lot of family? Do you, you know, like what's mm-hmm. going on with you? Because they are, they need somebody who is going to eventually believe in this hoodoo. They need somebody who has no children and no partner. How many people did they interview before? She, they said that, well, they well, said the I mean, they last could be person lying. left. And we do get to see that person. And she's like, get out of that house. Don't stay there. <laughs> she's, yes. She's like, you need to get the yeah. fuck out of there. Um, and she is she's like it's the woman yeah that's her that's yes. this is when kate hudson realizes that also the, yeah that there's like, something it's malevolent. very sinister about the woman yeah specifically like she is actively doing something yes um but so, so like so they must have like looked her up after fine. you know after she called or <laughs> replied or whatever um so then though he comes up from behind her the lawyer and it chokes her with some kind of cord and then mm-hmm. she passes out she wakes up tied up and gagged in his car. He Convenient takes her back to the lapse. house and they're like, all right, we got to do this now. We got to find him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, Her hands are tied behind her back, but her ankles aren't tied. They're in the house. The woman's got the gun and they're like, you have to tell us where he is, where, you know, whatever. She remembers that there's the, the brick by her door. So she tells the woman mm-hmm. where Ben is so that the woman will go get him and then she is like backing away to her room trying to get to her room while the lawyer has the gun on her eventually he's like you know stop get out no more whatever although they're not going to shoot her because they want to use her body yeah they're not not going to be useful with a bullet in it she doesn't seem to be aware of that she doesn't seem to realize how much leverage she has over them yes (laughs) they don't want to hurt her no they need (laughs) that body to work um but so she says finally like i want my picture of my dad like in my room and so he's like all right and they're like walking there and then she kind of like runs she jumps into the room and he notices the brick powder he can't get over it because Mm -hmm. he does mean her harm she breaks through a window and like goes outside and like tricks him like runs one way and then he's like running (laughs) through the house like back the other way and she like cuts her hands free on a window grabs a bunch of brick powder and is trying to like block off the doors to the house like all over the house yes she She ends up she blocks pint jars full by the way and manages to cover a, yeah. a plantation house. Well, not the whole thing, but a she closes lot. off the stairs. <laughs> yes, but and still. then um, goes upstairs. The woman jumps out of a door from upstairs. I don't know how this woman got upstairs from outside where mm-hmm. she was in the garden shed with Ben, um, but she does. They tussle and fight. She blows some like powder into Kate Hudson's face that like makes her like dizzy and kind of high or something. Like it's probably PCP. <laughs> They're wrestling and wrestling. Kate Hudson pushes her over the stair banister. She falls, falls down. She falls one flight and lands on a landing and then falls down another flight of stairs. It's very she's fucked up. Death. Her legs are all broken and she, she's just dragging herself across the floor. <laughs> Um, but the powers come back on like that was clearly like a ploy. The power did not get knocked out by a storm. Right. So the Kate Hudson is like running upstairs and upstairs and upstairs. She's she in the attic. gets up into the attic. It's all set up. 
for she, a ritual. Right. And she pulls out of her pocket like that protection spell. Yeah, it's and like a circle of protection. She's doing this. She's got all the her candles. accoutrement yeah. to she's, make it or and, whatever. And there's do it. mirrors all over the circle. Like someone set this up and then she's like, oh, perfect. This will protect me. Why would you think that anything these people set oh, up good, in their house would protect half done. you? <laughs> why, would she, why would someone have half set up a circle of protection for you? You not bag i know she's scared and whatever but so she's like you know cutting her hair off and lighting a candle cutting sand, yeah sand and bones i don't whatever she's making this <laughs> circle around her meanwhile meanwhile the woman is dragging woman. herself with she, her like, broken legs kind of like in my head now like uh in the shining where she just opens that door and she's like i think you broke my legs yeah like she's like, super crazy calm and casual shit. about it and the legs are gruesome oh, so sick and she just like kind of drags herself over and then explains like you dumb idiot yeah you just locked yourself in that circle she's That's like it's not a, a protection, protection. Spell. who gave that to you yeah like uh. and it's it's all like it's all trickery it's all calculated they write, trickery they put white out on the mm-hmm. word sacrifice and wrote protection over it <laughs> yeah because that was also at the well, beginning of or, the movie it was like the same exact thing on the record no so i think it's the i think it's protection i think it's right but it's like you put this circle around someone you want to contain, I someone see. you want to be protected from. Mm. So then she's trapped in this circle <laughs> because now she definitely believes. Only she keeps saying, I don't believe, I don't believe. She definitely does. Um, the There's woman like a mirror points scene. a mirror at her and it's like we're seeing the faces of all these other stolen bodies. And then it's like the servant woman. The mirror flies at Kate Hudson and hits her and then like everything goes black mm-hmm. and then i think it's the next day even though kate okay kate hudson calls well, like her roommate the... and 911 no well, one comes that, that night. earlier yeah yeah like before she had gone up the stairs and to the attic she was in that little room like on the phone calling 911 yeah. yes. calling her friend or her roommate and then <laughs> that's when no i think that's when she no maybe it's not but whatever she hops out and is like pulls the phone cord yes and now kate hudson is like panicking yes. screaming <laughs> so, so so the next day it's the next day the ritual has worked mm-hmm. and the I servant do, woman is in kate hudson's but kate hudson stands up walks out of the yeah. circle goes over to the old lady picks up her cigarettes and lights one those cloves <laughs> that's a good way to do that though yes. i like it it's and very then, fallen yeah and then the lawyer and kate hudson are like looking at each looking at themselves in a mirror and she goes like i told you i wanted a black one this time and he says the black ones never stay yep like they're too much too smart <laughs> they know exactly what's going on yeah. here but and they're like, not know, gonna stay you'll get used to it we always do um lovely and then like there are paramedics so they're taking kate hudson and ben away in an ambulance like they're like they can't stay here anymore they need more care but i'm thinking they had been maintaining ben's paralysis with that like twice daily dose of like tinctures what's gonna happen when that wears off when they're like at a nursing home or a hospital earlier in the movie someone giving their expository dialogue like something had said, I think it was the blind woman. Yeah, said something about like they lived out the. They had both had strokes yeah, the and lived and out sister. the rest of their days at a home. But she so, just said they died of strokes. They died of strokes like right after they sold the but house. The blind woman like made it sound like maybe they had like something happened I, to them I and then they, they what like quickly. lived in a sanitarium. Like no, I thought they died quickly. But you're right that like this could be a problem yeah like it's a loose end that they don't wrap up and it did bother me or those people are just gonna die quickly yeah well maybe that maybe they're they're just gonna end up dying in a week anyway like that's just how it works yeah who knows i don't know (laughs) um but uh so then her roommate shows up and kate hudson doesn't recognize her because Mm -hmm. it's not kate hudson in her body it's the uh, it's the lady the servant lady mm-hmm. um, so they have a very weird interaction um uh the lawyer is like oh the couple loved her though they loved kate hudson they left her this house like so that's how they get away with like keeping yes. the property dealing with probate you know making as long as whoever they are that's why it's important that they have no family because like if kate hudson had kids then they would have an issue eventually when kate hudson dies I guess right, they have to like steal the body. kids' bodies, right? Which yeah, is what you they would did do that the first or... time to gain control of the house. Okay. Yes. 
so okay. okay but they would be having they didn't have those kids though so now we are adding an extra element of like they'd be having their own kids to do this to then yeah well no i'm talking about like they when they went to those first little kids bodies but i mean it's otherwise they their targets should need to be like childless familyless all this stuff so yeah. that eventually when the bodies are worn out and they're gonna hop into someone new they're just gonna there's pass not it. like there's not like a weird cousin waiting in the wings that's like no this house is mine right well you know? and with these two bodies presumably they could if if everything else goes right could live out the rest of their days hire the hospice worker two of them <laughs> like, yeah true bring them in yeah. leave the houses to them uh-huh. and die yes absolutely love i mean that's the plan it is a in it's perpetuity a, it's a perpetuating yes like it could work if you could just get it right every time <laughs> so that's what you're hoping for i guess yes so and then the movie just ends over so <sighs> i liked it I mean, yeah, it's very entertaining. And I do like that it's not like a happy ending. Like, I kind of like that Kate Hudson loses. Mm -hmm. I also like, this kept coming up and it just is the theme of the movie is like, um, I wrote this down because it's like, they keep saying, it doesn't matter if you don't believe, it only matters what the other people believe. And then the old lady repeats it again it doesn't matter it just matters that they believe like it doesn't matter what it like this keeps like coming up over and over again and i just don't understand like so is it something that we're supposed to believe or they're just saying that i don't understand i i mean no i think it's like a tenant of hoodoo like your personal belief is like what gives it power so kate hudson still could have maybe had a chance if she truly hadn't believed yeah but they spent they invested weeks or a a week i don't know there's no there's no indication of timeline in this film no (laughs) but they they spend a ton of time they invest a ton of energy in getting her to believe okay there are they plant things they purposefully have her discover things they're doing all of these things to it is a good setup believe it and ben doesn't help the things that are going on with ben make her believe it more mm-hmm. you know and i think like in the movie hoodoo is real it cl- it works mm-hmm. and so then it's like so okay the more evidence she finds of it the more she believes until she's susceptible to it herself okay now mm-hmm. i let's what did i <laughs> Okay, a couple of things I wanted to talk about. One. Yes. There is a statue in this house (laughs) that I find very upsetting. It's like man-sized, like full person-sized. It's like a a saint or something. And it's just like constantly in shots. I hate, I don't know. It's not like a phobia because I I can handle it. I don't have like panic associated with it. But I absolutely hate like humanoid human sized like figures why they i find them i don't know if it's like because it's uncanny like Mm -hmm. i don't like mannequins there's a really scary joseph collier story about mannequins that come to life that i read when i was like probably too young to have done so (laughs) so it might be a little bit that there i there's like a twilight zone about that too that i I hate it i mean like i don't even know if it's the uncanniness i think it's more that like when you have like a humanoid human-sized looking object in your it's home it's just terrifying why would you not automatically be thinking it's always a person yes. in your house every so time you come spooky. around a corner well, so this is because that's what i would be thinking is that anytime i see a figure like that i automatically am like person so what where i work <laughs> they they redid like our exploratory wing a couple of years ago and there's a, the, a sew, the sewing room is right where I walk out to my car and there's a mannequin in this sewing room that's like leaned up against a window like in the far corner of the room and you as you walk past it if you look through the window in the door you just catch a quick glimpse of it and I swear to God for like five years every day it scares me <laughs> yes. every time every single time because it's a 
person. It's horrible. Well, and like, it looks like a weird person standing in a dark room near a window. Yeah, and then your like immediate <gasps> instinct is that's not right. I something hate is it. wrong with it. And that's the problem is that like it's also wrong if like you walked into a space and you were like, why is a person standing in a corner? That's creepy as hell. It's so weird. Because that's I hate what it that so is. Much. And I I don't understand that desire to be like, you know what I want in my house? A a statue of a human. Yeah. That's full size. Horrible. Horrible. Whatever. Like, why would you want that? I don't know. And I mean, this one was like religious, so it made it even creepier. Like, it was a saint or something, like, robed. I'm not sure. I didn't. You're right. Yeah. I did not care for it. No, it's very bad. (laughs) What else? What do you got? I mean, (laughs) I did just think about every time we saw that front yard. That woman was spending so much time gardening, and every single time we got it in a shot, I was like, this place just keeps looking shittier and shittier. Yes. Like, this place looks like the a dump. The house is a dump. Yeah, it was <laughs> but just she's like... out there gardening constantly. <laughs> dilapidated and gross. Well, like, the walls are crumbling. Ugh. I mean, if they're, like, doing this... So, this is making me think very much of, like, interview with a vampire, because now I'm thinking of this, like, okay, so let's, like, logic this out. They're here now they're going to be doing this for presumably hundreds of years yes they're going to list at themselves like they're just going to be around so then like what is shouldn't you be accumulating wealth you'd think. at this point like yeah like you should have jobs you should be and investing. they definitely don't have scruples so like i feel like killing yeah. to get it or whatever is not beneath them or Agreed. like yeah whatever like they should be incredibly wealthy this plantation could be amazing right yeah. now yes and it's just not they're just no, not like putting the time into dump. it <laughs> <laughs> and i just i want that movie like yeah. what's this universe like now for them yes you want to <laughs> when sequel? they're on their journey like what do kate hudson and that dude do now yeah <laughs> where are they i who knows but yes i just that so, house And I, so I want to just say, I feel like this movie is just a lesson in, you know, minding your own business, Mm -hmm. like stay out of people's business. Yes. Don't go snooping around because if Kate Hudson had just stayed where she was supposed to stay Mm -hmm. and done what she was supposed to do, none of this would have happened. She never would have encountered enough stuff to convince her that this was real. Can't we argue that this is exactly what she was supposed to do? Well, I guess she was like tricked into it. I guess yeah. they would have like they were the manipulating her to do it. I guess you know it would be. I feel like we're it's harder yeah. for her to have made those choices when, when everything is yeah, working is against being, her. To and do I so. mean, honestly, I have to say, I also really <laughs> admire the man, the meticulous planning, the forethought, mm-hmm. the you know plans a b and c that these people have put into place to make sure that they can get kate hudson because Mm -hmm. they have thought of just about everything yeah it's amazing they kind i feel like they kind of deserve to win because she's so dumb and i do like that they win in the end i do too yeah you know like i like a good this wasn't a everybody lived happily ever after because well, that's definitely like a, not how anything ever worked you know <laughs> two black servants from the 1920s mm-hmm. have just taken whatever they want from rich white people for a century yep actually good good mm-hmm. on you i'm kind of into it yeah i was like the individuals that are just getting sucked in along the way shitty i yeah. say that this could become like the next big comic book franchise where the two of them are like now vigilantes. Okay. And they're like soul hopping. Sure. But like they're only taking over the bodies of people who were awful. I'm into it. As right. long as like Dexter style, they only pick bad yep. people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could buy into that. Yep. Well, and definitely the first <laughs> people deserved it because like. Yeah, they were shitty and horrible. Yeah, they. They tried to murder the two servants and they ended up murdering murder well, two they, people. They murdered their own children. Technically, yes, they did. Yeah, but good. That's Which what you is, get you know, for I mean, that's exactly. Yeah, that's a metaphor if I've ever heard one. But right, like this is all very. I'm here yes. for it. Are you an illustrator? Let's get someone to illustrate this for us. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's the uh, the only other thing that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
the bug situation in this movie unrealistic i mean because there there are no bugs in the movie but like they're in that's why i asked about the weather and (laughs) she's in a swamp in a boat and i was like when we were watching this i was like what season is it and Therese was like i don't know summer Summer? yeah it's warm and rainy there would have been oh, the mosquitoes a fog of mosquitoes oh and God. just buzzing things <laughs> like well, in that like, bayou <laughs> the in this house like they leave the doors hanging open wide windows open. wide no screens anywhere there would be Ugh. just Ugh. bugs everywhere Ugh. and the, that was very unrealistic it was very upsetting there weren't even like spider webs in the attic it was yeah, just that's, dust yeah that's ridiculous that's goofy <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that you referred to it as a Forrest Gump ass looking house. It was early, it but is. it is very yeah, reminiscent exactly of the same like that. of Mom's house or yeah. Mama, whatever. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I liked this movie. I, I thought too. it was really it was good. Spooky. It was you know fun. It was mm-hmm. fast paced. It had some good jump scares it, and like good good twists, mm-hmm. twists and turns, and like some good. Um, I don't know, just like action of the chasing yeah. and the whatever. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't too good fight scenes. It wasn't too stupid. No, like I liked I, it. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that can get silly. All right. Well, thanks for being here, yeah, everybody. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. And we hope you'll join us next week when we talk about something else. Yep. And find us on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at I think I remember that underscore pod. And on Twitter at I-T-I-R-T pod. On Facebook at facebook.com slash I think I remember that. And you can email us. I think I remember that at gmail.com. You can visit our website. I think I remember that.com where you can find all links to our episodes. And all the places to download them. Yeah, all the different platforms. And if you're an Apple listener, we would love it if If you you would rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, that would be amazing. Those numbers are so important. And tell a friend. Yeah. Tell us and tell a friend. If you're enjoying this, We still want cat pictures or dog pictures. Anything, really. Suggestions. I'm No, not anything. No, no. Just pets. Just pets. (laughs) Any pet. And that's all. Um, Capybaras. Love those. They're very cute. And... Uh, yeah we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week bye bye